You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. And thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling, proudly brought to you by Garrard's Horse and Hound. We're almost at the halfway stage of today's New Zealand Cup meeting. Five races down. We've just had the Group 3 Junior Free-for-All, and I'm sure Queensland officials would be very interested in that winner as far as looking at him for next year's Tab Constellations feature, The Rising Sun. Republican Party uh, winning another race. He's won four from five this campaign. Overall, 11 from 18, part of the Crown and Chrissy Dalgetty stable. So I'm sure Queensland officials will be keeping a very close eye on him. No doubt the derby coming up next month where he will go up against a cooter at this stage is uh, well and truly on the agenda for him. But uh, we've had some good races and the better races are starting to take shape uh, over the uh, the next couple of hours. So we look forward to that. The New Zealand Cup coming through as race number 11 on the program. 13 races in total there. We've got 11 on Saturday night, night two of the Summer Carnival. Last Saturday night was the official opening of the Summer Carnival for Tab, and it was a very strong night. The, uh, the feature, the Be Good Johnny Sprint, was taken out by Blacks and Dance, and the Peak of the Creek final, that was won by Speed Dating. She was able to shoot through in the centre, and proved too good there. So there was plenty of stars on display at Albion Park last week. There's going to be plenty more this week. One of the stars from last Saturday night, though, was Ron Sellis. He took four horses to the races last Saturday night, landed two winners, a very close second, and one unplaced runner. It was a big night at the office, and the man himself joins us now. Ron, good morning. Congratulations. Good morning, Chris, and thank you. You take those nights every uh, every chance that you could. Yeah, I don't get very many of them, I can tell you. <laughs> and just to prove how, how special this game is, the great game that is racing, the next day in Marburg you had one runner, unplays, and you had no luck in a trial as well. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. You you can't get um, ahead of yourself or, or too big-headed because, um, yeah, the, uh had another galloper on Sunday and, and a last placing. So it um, brings you down to earth, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The two winners, Bitcoin and Delightful Reason. Bitcoin, that was his first win this campaign. Would I be right in saying he's been going well, but just because he's come back on a harder mark, it's just been a little bit more difficult to get him exactly where you want him? Yeah, true. He um, is on a hard mark. Um, he's done a great job. Um, he's like me. He's a little fatty and um, takes a bit of you know work to get him fit. And um uh, but, you know, um, barriers and luck in running are just everything these days. And, um, you know, both my horses had two perfect drives. You know, um, I love them sort of races where they um, get slow quarters in the lead, when I'm in the lead, that is. And um, it, it, it just all worked out perfect. So you were confident uh, a lap out that, you know, Bitcoin was certainly going to play a role in the finish? I'm never <laughs> I'm never confident that they pass the line, but... Um, once he got that easy quarter, he normally can uh, get home in, you know, the you know the high 28 sort of thing or 28 and a bit, you know. Yeah. He's been a ripper for the stable since finding his way from Perth to your camp. He's been Mr. Consistency. Yeah, lovely. And just an absolute pleasure to train. You know, like you say, um, not many problems, um, eats everything and, um, you know, just beautiful horse. 
Okay. Now, I'm tipping the other winner for you on Saturday night. Would have been special for a number of reasons, delightful reason. It was a listed feature, the Queen of the Creek, proudly sponsored by Changeover. Delightful reason was able to lead all the way, 55-1. Like you just outlined, once they got that uh, easy second quarter, things were always going to be in your uh, control there. Yeah, exactly. As I said, they were two perfect front-running drives, you know, and um, uh, she can reel off a quarter. She's probably not that strong, but um, when she got an easy one, um, I, I, was, I was very happy. And um, another point to that race, um, uh, Brett Cargill's colours were on her. I thought that was a lovely um, thing to happen. I hope plenty of people down in the tent, you know, backed her or, um, or got something out of it, and, and, and I was more than happy to have his colours on, you know. Yeah, well said. Uh, did you expect to lead that race? Because Lockie really fired her off the arm and she led and she led comfortably. So did you expect to go forward and, and find top? Uh, not at all. Um, I um, I kind of said go back, but um, guess what? That's why I don't drive anymore. <laughs> I tell you what, Lockie was driving in, in great form there on Saturday night. Confidence was sky high. Oh, confidence is unbelievable. And, and I mean, he had that long shot trotter winner. Um, everyone else pulled off the fence and he goes straight up there. And, um, yeah, when, when your confidence is up and, and everything's going good, you just can't make any mistakes, can you? Absolutely. Uh, do, do you find with the young drivers nowadays, uh, they, they drive with that confidence and uh, they don't seem to dwell on, on, on those mistakes if they make them earlier in the program? Oh, exactly, yeah. And um, and they don't listen to, to us older people either. That's the good part too. <laughs> now, with this mare, delightful reason... So you've trained her the whole way through. You've trained a mum, you've trained a grandmum. You've had a lot to do with this family for a long period of time now. Yeah, that's true. I had, um, um, I, yeah, I did. I had a mum and a grand uh, and a grandmother. Um, and um, it's, you know, it's it's a pleasure to breed them. Um, I mean, Stacey had a fair bit uh, to do with helping me pick out a stallion and all that sort of thing. So um, she's got to take a bit of credit too. But um, no, to breed them and all that... Um, um, it, it, it's just fantastic, you know. And um, uh, I better give Davy Roger a bit of credit. He he broke her in for me, so um, I uh, better not forget him. Yeah, absolutely. What about uh, the other winner or the other horse that probably should have won? In in I'm a socialite, she's bursting to win a race. Ron, her past couple of runs have just been sensational. Very close second there behind a good one in Tim's a trooper. Yeah, very very um, surprising. With her. She came over with some. Um, no reputation or no anything, and um, she seems to love it here, and, um, yeah, she surprised everybody. Okay. So tell me this. When you were driving home on Saturday night, you would have been brimming with, uh, you know, uh, joy, confidence, all that sort of stuff. Did you feel better driving home on Saturday night or the night when Rage and Sam beat Joe Fest, not long after he won the Inter Dominion? Uh, very, very, very hard question because, to be honest, I... Um, Everybody loves winning, and, and, and so do I. And, and you know what? I've been in a long time, but I couldn't care whether I won a race in Cairns when I was up there or, or Marburg or, or Albion Park. Uh, when you win, it's just, it's just, you know, a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember that night, though, Rage and Sam beat Joe Fest? Oh, yeah. Well, um, in those days, I was down the stables, and I could run down to get your photo taken. And, and um, <laughs> someone said I, I, I look pretty good, you know, running along the track there. Well, I remember that night because you got both horses. You had your own horse and you, you asked uh, Darren Hancock to have his horse in the photo as well after. So it was a, a special moment for you. 
Well, you know, I knew Darren Hancock reasonably well, and um, that's an Inter Dominion winner. So um, I was just so um, like I really looked up to all those good horses, and um, to beat it, I, I wasn't you know being smart. I just said, can I get a photo with both of them? And 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 I treasure that photo. And to his credit, we had a laugh and and all that sort of thing. But um, you know, there's no way in the world Raging Sam was better. He just had a um, a good run that night, you know. Yeah, awesome memories. 2004, oh, that yeah. was, Ron. So, oh, yeah, well, now. Yeah, well, the driver of that horse that night, it was his birthday during the week too, Luke. Yeah. And, um, and he turned 40. He, yeah, he's he's old now. He, he's getting past it, I think. Yeah, talking about Luke McCarthy driving Rage yeah. and Sam that night. And, and just on Rage and Sam, he was a ripper for you. He won, what, well over 30 races? Yeah, I think he won... Yeah, I think he's a 35 or 36, yeah. And um, same story, I got... The proud part about him was I got him as a yearling, you know? Yeah. He was a big horse, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, great big horse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not quite, not quite, um, you know, um, a good horse without being, he wasn't in the Dominion class or anything like that, you know, but still I'd, I'd like another few of him, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're based at Wanora now. How long have you been up that way now? Um, oh, 12 years. Okay. That's been a little yeah. while then. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah, you got a nice track, bit, uh, my... swim. Do you do all the sort of normal stuff with the horses? Yeah, nothing. Um, it's not a show place or anything, but I, I got a fairly good sand track and just a, a dam to swim in. You know what I mean? But it, it um, as I said, it's not a show place, but it's uh, it does the job. You know. Yeah, right. How many in work? Um, I usually try to keep it to twelve, but at the minute, um, I'm cheating a bit. I've got fourteen. Okay, okay. And you dabble in a bit of the breeding as well? Oh, I just got just got the one mare and um I've got a paddock inside my track so she um she just stays there every all the time, you know, just so just just one brood mare and try and breed one a year, that's all. Okay. Is it just you and Stace doing all the horses or do you have outside help? Yeah, no, just Stacey and I and um a farrier comes in, Maddie Leroy, does a really good job. Um he helps me and then um I can't name them all, but luckily I hope they're mates. I've got a couple of mates that come and help here and there, and, and I appreciate all the help, you know. Right. Now, the association with all these Perth horses, all coming from Team Bond, Greg and Sky Bond, how did that come about? Well, everything all revolves around the McCarthy thing. Um, uh, you know, I, I helped McCarthy years ago and been great friends ever since, and um, it sort of started off with Bitcoin and... Um, Another horse, fifth edition, John had him in Sydney and sent him to me and, and they went good. So uh, a couple of these others, instead of going to Sydney, they came here. So um, it's, um, you know, I really appreciate Greg and Sky for sending them here, you know. Yeah, the, the, the results have just been super. Yeah, well, they have. But, of course, you know, they're, they're well-bred and, um, and, and, and handy types. So, um, you know, I'm sure if anyone else had them, they'd be doing the same job, you know. Is there any more on the way? Um, oh, I got a new one last week, um, but I said, can you just hold off a little bit? I've got to uh, get rid of a couple before i got room. So, but, so uh, what yeah. happens in the future with a few of these horses? Do, do you sell them? Do you do move them on to North America? What, what sort of, what's the plan? Oh, well, the darling, she did a good job when she came over. She's gone to North America. Um, a couple of others they're interested in, but nothing has come off yet. Um, and so whatever whatever happens, happens, you know. And um, to, to Greg and Sky's credit, they said to me, I can do whatever I want, you know. 
Okay, excellent. You've got over 800 wins now as a trainer. So is 1,000 a, a realistic target for you, Ron? Oh, well, um, I'd, um, uh, I'd, I'd like to get there, you know. Um, that, that, that would be a good achievement. But, um, you know, I've been training for a fair few years now. So, um, uh, you, you know, the older you are, you should have more winners. But, um, uh, yeah, I hope I can get a few more, that's for sure. But it, it's not getting any easier, though, is it? The racing's very hard and fast at the moment. Oh, um, unbelievable. And, and you know, I uh, I say to myself all the time, you know, if if, um, if I don't get these horses from Sky and Greg or, or John McCarvey or whatever, you know, I've, I've only got one or two, and it makes it hard, doesn't it? You know, so it's a, it's a bit of a numbers game, isn't it? Yeah. Is there a target or is there a feature race that you're sort of, you know, keen to win? Oh, no, nah, any any win's good for me. However, uh, my dad trained a group one winner, so, um, you know, one day I hope I can. Um, you know, something to look forward to, eh, if I can, if I can get there. But um, if I don't, well, I, I've tried hard doing it. That was a Queensland Derby winner your dad had? Yeah, Queensland Derby, yeah. And um, it was the Wondos mate year. He actually beat Wondos mate. There you go. Was that yeah. Gen Select? Gen Select, that's true, yes. Yeah. Well done. Well done. All right. Well, one winner a week is that uh, is that a realistic goal for Ron Sellers? Well, oh, to be honest, that's what I've been trying to do for the last few years, and it's it's working so far. But as I said, it's a numbers game. If you um, if you um, that's what I sort of aim for. But if you don't get the cattle, well, it's like everything you can't do it. Yeah. You've got two runners at today's Albion Park meeting. Hamish Tully goes around in race two, Captain Braveheart race five. Do you give them any sort of hope today? Um, Mr. Taylor's a lovely just bread and butter horse. He's, he's not not a star. And um, we've got a few other names for Captain Braveheart, actually. And um, I don't want to repeat <laughs> them over the, over, the, over the radio. But um, <laughs> if he can put his best foot forward, he, he'll be a chance. But, oh, what a headache he is. Okay, so he should be renamed Captain Frustration by the sound of it. Yeah, uh, as I said, the, the, the one I can repeat, sometimes it's sort of no heart. That's sort of, um, that's the one he gets called a little bit. But I um, know, oh he's actually, he's lovely to handle and be around, but um, I don't know what the problem is at the start, you know? Okay, okay. And then you're back at it on Saturday night. You've got, got another four or five runners on Saturday night? Yeah, but all very, you know, all way up in grade. And I don't hold too many hopes, to be truthful. You know, like, um, of course, I'd love to win, but... Um, the barriers aren't that good, and uh, they're way up in grade, you know. Mm. Just looking at the barriers, they are tough, most of them. Bitcoin's oh, got seven. Yeah. Life will reason out in six. Better's hope yeah. the outside of the second row, so. Yeah, ter- terrible, but that, people say to me, oh, don't whinge and just turn up. Okay, well, maybe it might be the night prime of socialite. She has got a good draw, so hopefully uh, she might be able to pick up that group three feature there running from gate two. That would be sensational. Hey, Roddy, well done on Saturday night. Continued success. You do a super job. We'll see you trackside later today. Yeah, thanks for the chat, Chris. Really appreciate it. Here's Ronnie Sellers joining us. Uh, he does do a super job with his team. Uh, about a dozen in work, 14 currently. But uh, he said that's probably a little bit too many. But uh, the team is absolutely flying, and it was great to see him in the winner's circle there. Four runners he took last Saturday night. Two winners, a very narrow second, and one unplaced runner. So a big night at the office. And that winner that he had, that feature winner with the line for reason, owner, breeder, trainer. So a big, big result there for Ron Sellers. I want to catch up with Gemma Hewitt this morning because word has filtered through across the weekend that one of her stable stars 
has sold or has been sold. So I just wanted to uh, confirm this and find out the uh, the uh, the details if I could. And Gemma's been kind enough to join us now. Gemma, appreciate the time. Thanks, Chris. Good morning. Uh, cashed up. Uh, is it right? He has been sold. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, he's he sold the deals down. Okay, that would have been a tough decision for you to make. Yeah, it was. I obviously went um, back to New South Wales last weekend and raced him at Menangle. And, um, yeah, the offer come through on Sunday and it was a pretty sleepless night. So Monday morning when I had to leave and make the decision, yeah, and, and leave him down there. So he'll fly out from Melbourne. So, yeah, he's stayed in Bathurst till he flies out. Okay, so bound for North America? Yeah, he is, yeah. All right, so... You were the owner, breeder, and trainer of Cashed Up. Four-year-old, a son of four reason. 45 career starts under you. 11 wins, 13 seconds, eight thirds, and he banked more than a quarter of a million dollars. He has been an absolute ripper. Yeah, he he was, Chris. And I just say he was like an, a blessing to me, you know, just to, to have bred him myself. And, you know, he was not by the best stallion on the market and things like that. But, yeah, what he'd done for me was incredible and... I'm really happy with what he's achieved and I know that I'm selling like the soundest horse I've ever trained as well. So I'm really look forward to seeing what he's going to do over there and how much further he can go. So many highlights throughout his career for you, but which one stands out the most? Probably the Queensland Sun win this year, I think, Chris, when he was 50 to 1. And I really didn't expect him to win. And, um, yeah, it was a really good run from him. He showed brilliant gate speed. And I had all my family on course that night, as you know, and Doug's Bucks party. So, uh, yeah, I think that was my favourite win of his, to be fair. Okay. And as it stands, uh, I know it's only a new concept, the Rising Sun, but he contested the inaugural edition as a three-year-old and then backed up again this year. So he's the only horse that's gone around in both uh, races so far. Yeah, it, well, he was. And as I said, he goes under the radar so often and... Um, he did in both of them races as well, but both of his runs in them were really eye-catching. And as I said, he'd he done a job. He stepped up to whatever he has to do. So, mm. His last start was in a feature race, the Breeders' uh, uh, Challenge final down there just only, what, two weeks ago or just over a week ago now. And uh, he finished second behind Better Isolate. They've gone sub-50. You would have been thrilled with the effort. Yeah, he actually really deserved to win that race, Chris. Um, he done a lot of work and... Uh, you know, he he was the one that come off the fence first and sat in the chair and he went 149.7 himself which was monstrous and um, yeah, better isolate obviously drew Barry one and had a really nice trip and it's a nice horse as well but uh, I, re I really wish my fella had gone out on a nice win Okay, so when is he expected to fly out, do you know? Uh, towards the end of the month, I think it's about the 28th Okay, okay. Well, uh, disappointing in, in ways, but, uh, you know, you've got to look at the uh, the alternative and, um, you know, there's there's plenty of great memories there and uh, no one can take them away from you. No, that's right. It, obviously, it's a really hard decision when you're attached to them as much as I am as well and um, just breeding them and that. And, you know, he's probably the best horse I'm going to have, that I've ever had and probably ever going to have, but... You know, the, the the money that they offer is, is sometimes too hard to refuse, but not only that, um, you know, I think I've done a great job with the horse and I think he can go to probably more levels over there than what I can get in here. But it, it, either way, I'm excited to watch him and um, I'm really proud of the job that I've done with him here. Yeah, and for good reason. So was it just the one offer or has there been 
offers, you know, over a period of time now? Um, so there was just uh, this, the, the Wayne person that did buy him, um, he chased him down about six months ago and I said no, that I wouldn't sell. And then, yeah, he rang again about a month ago and I said, um, you know, he's got two more races left at Menangle and that's the last of his security. So maybe give me a call back after that. And then, yeah, I got another call between runs and then, um, yeah, once he had sort of put an offer in, then there wasn't an offer from another party. But, yeah, it was um, pretty well the same sort of offers, so. Okay, so you've had Cash Art's back, who you're still raising. He's banked more than 150. Cash Art, who you've just sold, he banked 260. Uh, you retired the Caribbean Blaster filly, and you've got a a, a Tintin in America gelding. Yeah, I've just sent him back down to Dad. So he, he was sort of a bit of a handful for me to get going up here, and um, Dad can work him with a lot of babies down there, and he's got a good truck for it. So. I sent him back down there and he'd, he'd been trialling him and he won a trial about a fortnight ago and so he's, we've just tipped him back out in the paddock just for a little bit of a mental freshen up again. But he's got a bit of speed in that, but not sure that he'll be anything like his brothers at this stage. Okay. Are you still breeding from the Mary? Is she in foal? Is she due to foal? Uh, yeah, she's due in about three weeks to Sweet Lou. So we've had a bit of uh, misfortune the last couple of years. She um, flipped the Lazarus not long before it was due and then last year... She unfortunately had Sweet Lou twins, so she lost them. And so we've had the return to Sweet Lou this year. So she's up in Queensland now and she'll be due in about three weeks. Okay. And will you breed from the Caribbean Blaster filly? <laughs> unfortunately, no. I um, I gave her away as an embryo recipient there <laughs> when she was two. So I might have to track her back down one day. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. The great game. Uh, you've got a runner yeah. today, just one runner, and it's a trotter in the first race. Uh, Marley Nova, third up today, but both runs so far have been okay. Do you give her a chance today? Yeah, look, she's a funny little horse, Chris. She doesn't show a lot at home, but every time we've taken her into town, she's really stepped it up, and I think her last run was really quite impressive. She'd she done a lot of work uh, on a few times throughout the race, so... Um, you know, she, she's no well-beater, but every time we do something with her, she seems to improve. So um, I think she's not without a hope today. She's off the 20, but, yeah, I don't think she'll be too far away from the money. Hoping for another good getaway? Yeah, that's sort of been the main the main project with her, is getting away from a stand star. And unfortunately, she's not right on the outside again today, but it didn't seem to worry her too much last time. And, um, yeah, touch wood, she's done everything right this, this prep in. All right. Well, fingers crossed that she'll get the job done for you today, Marley Nova. And uh, a great job done with Cash Up. He's been an absolute ripper, uh, so consistent and uh, so versatile as well. So continued success uh, with the rest of the team. And we'll watch from afar and see how he goes up in North America, Cash Up. Yeah, thank you very much, Chris. There's Gemma Hewitt joining us. So uh, her stable star has been sold and his future now lies in North America, Cash Up. But he's been, he's been very good for Gemma. Uh, from pretty much day dot, he's been competing at the highest level and uh, he never puts in a bad one. So we'll watch with interest uh, from afar now with Cashed Up. Racetrack Ralphie is about to join us now to find us a winner for this twilight meeting today at Albion Park. Nine races. We start at 3.47. Last race coming through at 8 o'clock. Ralphie's online now. Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Chris. Uh, cashed Up gone. But uh, we'll watch from afar, well, as I just outlined there. We, we can see these races on Sky Channel now. So uh, he'll be an interesting horse once he gets up there. Yeah, I'm sure he will be. He was, uh, he was pretty good for Gemma here. Um, and I think he'll just continue when he gets over, over to uh, America.
What about today? What have you come up with today? Where, where do we find your best bet? Well, I'm looking at race four, number three, Mr. Freeze. Now, he is one of uh, Jack Butler's four runners in the race, but we've, got, we've opted with him. Adam Richardson, who is back in Queensland, he takes the drive. And Mr. Freeze has been going well of late. He lands a good draw today, which is probably his best for some time, actually. Um, his recent efforts have been fairly solid, and that included a tough run uh, last start when he was fourth behind Mr. Clooney, and that was in a pretty good time. Today's race is no harder, and the positive draw, it should see him go close. So I think he looks hard to beat. We're going to go race four, number three, Mr. Freeze. Okay, best bet. Race four, number three, Mr. Freeze. Speaking of Jack Butler, news just coming through. We've got a late scratching, an important late scratching. Would have started the favourite here. Race seven, number one, Kenny Kecko out of that trot race. So she was shooting for four straight victories, but unfortunately, she is a late scratching. Race seven, number one, Kenny Kecko. So all the scratchings at today's uh, Twilight meeting at the back end of the program. But your best bet is race four, number three, Mr. Freeze, we had the opening night of the Summer Carnival last Saturday night. We've got a massive program this Saturday night. 11 races uh, littered with so many features. Uh, have you had a quick scan of those fields, Ralphie? Had a bit of a look at them, Chris. With three Group 2s and two Group 3s, it does take some time to go through them. The Queensland Cup, I think, is looking pretty good. Uh, just having decided there yet and I'm looking forward to the Trotters Sprint. I think that's going to be a, a really good race. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great program coming through on Saturday night. So plenty to look forward to there. 11 in total and we get underway at 5.42. Ralphie, as always, appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside later today. Okay, thanks Chris. There's Ralphie joining us. Race four, number three, Mr. Freeze. He's labelled as the best bet on the program. Smack bang in the middle. So that wraps up the early part of the tab quaddy. Race four, number three, Mr. Freeze for Jack Butler and Adam Richardson. So that is mobile rolling for this Tuesday morning. Don't forget the, uh, the feature races are just around the corner. We've just had another race from Addington. A bit of an upset there with Snow Robbins scoring at uh, generous odds there. So those big ones aren't too far away. So we've still got the likes of uh, True Fantasy stepping out. She goes around in the next, that Nibbly uh, Philly Series pace final. That's a Group 1 feature. Race number eight, that's going to be a, a strong race for the Trotters. All-important lead-up for Friday's Dominion. Uh, race number nine on the card, that's the uh, Sire Stakes final for the two-year-olds. So Don't Stop Dreaming goes up against Merlin. Merlin was able to beat Don't Stop Dreaming last time they met, but the barrier draws certainly swing in the favour of Don't Stop Dreaming. Uh, race number 10, that's the uh, uh, final race before the Cup. So that's a uh, quality race as well, a bit of depth there. And then the Cup is race number 11 at 2.36 Queensland time. Current favourite with Tab is copy that. That is mobile rolling for this Tuesday morning. We'll have plenty more coming up tomorrow.